Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello and welcome to My Wildest Prediction, a year in news podcast series in which we dare to imagine the future. I'm Tom Goodwin and I've spent years thinking and writing about disruptive innovations and how they change our lives. Some think the future will happen sooner than we ever thought, be better than we ever dreamed and that the pace of change is faster than ever. Others think we're on the edge of a dystopian tipping point. We're in an age of tension where the power of what's possible clashes with the chaos of the now. The best way to understand the future is to provoke debate about the topics that matter, to question assumptions, to combine specialists and generalists, and to probe further. In this series, I'm going to meet business and tech visionaries and discuss their most exuberant, incredible, and wildest predictions which can actually come true. And in this episode, I'm speaking with Renata Nyborg, who was Tinder's first female CEO. She left the popular dating app with a mission to use technology to combat loneliness. And now she's launching a new app, Mino, that utilizes AI to help solve relationship problems. That's why she's here today to discuss her wildest predictions on love and chatbots. Hello, this is Renata Nyborg. Hello, Tom. It's great to see you. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. So, Renata, let's jump straight in with your wildest prediction. What is the future of love or dating or the whole world? Well, my wild prediction, Tom, is that uh, we will see the slow death of dating apps and even mass social media as we know it, and a triumphant return to people meeting through community and forming close social connections that way. I did not expect that at all. You've caught me quite off guard. I thought you were going to say everyone's going to have a dating app. It's going to be algorithms talking to other algorithms. You know, they'll invite us to a place and then it'll be up to us to perform. Um, what makes you think this? Well, obviously, that's an interesting perspective to have, having previously been the CEO of Tinder. Um, so I ran Tinder for about a year. I was at the company for two years. Now, I think things like dating apps, they may become like uh, eBay. They'll probably always be around in some form or shape. Um, but I think this rise that we've seen towards people mostly meeting online in certain countries, I think that is gradually being reversed. And the reason I think that is um, I've been fortunate to work on apps, uh, products and brands that are really very popular with 18 year olds. Um, uh, and I think this is where we always need to look in terms of the future. If we're going to predict what's going to happen next, we look at people 18 and even younger. Now, they're not allowed to be on dating apps, uh, so you have to kind of get your knowledge in other ways. Um, but a, a huge trend that we've seen the last few years is um, Gen Z in particular, so 18 to 25 year olds really wanting to meet people organically. And in fact, that's happening increasingly. Um, there have been a few studies recently um, which have shown that um, uh, for the youngest generation now, people between 18 and 25, they, um, they tend to meet people through their uh, group of friends and be friends with them first. And this is a huge shift 
to how people have met each other for decades, actually, where people may be met at work for the first time, were introduced. Um, uh, there was a study done by uh, Pew, which is a reputable organization recently, which showed that 50% um, of Gen Z women were first friends with someone before they started dating. There was a recent study in Canada, which suggests that for the, the real, like the youngest Gen Z, so really 18 to 20, um, as much as two thirds of people um, at college uh, were first friends with someone before they started dating them. And this is obviously pretty much the opposite of meeting someone on a dating app uh, that you never would have come into contact before. And I think this makes a ton of sense. Like I think dating apps um, were an incredible thing for, um, I'm gonna say my generation, I'm a millennial. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is why I like Wes Anderson wallpaper. <laughs> you got me. Um, we grew up with the magic of the internet and it connecting everyone for the first time. And suddenly you saw all these people online and you maybe wanted to meet some of them. And at the time, it was still a bit unusual for us to just suddenly meet these people online. So there, there needed to be a mechanism to say, OK, I swipe right on you. You swipe right on me. It's OK for this stranger to talk to me now. Like I've invited you into my online personal space. But as the years have gone by, um, one, the, the boundaries between online and offline are increasingly blurring. Um, I, you know, I always said to my team at Tinder, like the real competition, as much as the media likes to make it out this way, was never really between Tinder versus Hinge versus Bumble. Like if someone's actively online dating, they're typically going to be on multiple of these apps at the same time. The real, again, call it competition, but the real trend was more towards people either meeting people anywhere online. You know, we had people, <laughs> we'd see people meeting people for first dates on, on Animal Crossing, uh, uh, on Fortnite, uh, but obviously meeting people through Instagram and things like that. So um, I think people seeing that as a, as a closer proxy to real life. Someone's already friends with my other friends on Instagram. So I'm going to slide into their DMs, as it's called in industry parlance, and, and meet someone that way. Um, and now, you know, all of the all of the people that I speak to that are aged 18 to 25, like their biggest dream is to meet someone, quote unquote, organically. Um, so I think it's an exciting trend. Um, and at the same time, I'm a firm believer that technology can still help people form deep, close relationships. Well, I was uh, say, what's, the, what's the sort of role with, with technology in this? Because in a way, there's the kind of... Um... There's a sort of lifespan to it, really, which is the kind of the creation of a cohort of people that you might naturally meet. There's a sense it might foster the first outreach. It might help plan the first location that you meet. It might aid spontaneity. Like, do you think the entire process of dating won't have any technology in it at all? Um, in which case, this might be the wrong, wrong podcast. Um, or are you saying there's other parts of the process that technology can help out with? Yeah, so I think technology will still play an enormous role, um, which is why I founded the, the company that I now run called Mino. So I think we'll, we'll move away from these mechanisms of swiping to meet people on the whole. But where I think technology can play an incredibly powerful role is um, educating you on what you're looking for, on where to meet the right people, on understanding things like your attachment style, on how to form deep personal relationships. The work that we're doing at Mino, so uh, we've created a company that uses AI to help people build deeper uh, real life connections. Um, and like I said, importantly, it's, it's friendship, it's romantic, it's with your family, uh, it's all types of relationships. Um, and that's because there is so much that we can learn about forming healthy, close relationships that is currently trapped in books, in tons of podcasts, in the minds of therapists, and most importantly, in our own minds, in our own experience. Like at the moment, 
there is no lexicon for really what it takes to communicate openly and so on. And so I believe that um, uh, in terms of us actually becoming better communicators, more empathetic and so on, uh, with the help of technology, this is what's going to provide more of like of an operating system to all of the ways in which we'll meet people, both online and offline. Yeah, it sounds very multifaceted in a way. Like, like it sounds like in a way this is a kind of dating solution. It's a kind of loneliness solution. It's an understanding of self solution. Is it all of those things or have you sort of come in through one particular angle? Look, the problem high level that I'm I'm dedicating my entire life to as other people on my team is to combat loneliness. I have been working on social connections on form of shape for almost two decades. Um, and the great irony is that through my work at Apple, I worked at Headspace and mental health and meditation app and then Tinder. Um, I just continually saw an increase in loneliness. And I think most of us have probably seen the figures, but this is particularly prominent for Gen Z, where 83% of them in the US consider themselves lonely, either sometimes or all of the time. And I think what's really interesting is, is seeing now the generation of people that built some of those apps moving out to build apps or products that help you return to real life connection. Um, and so for me, loneliness is, is really, it's the greatest battle we'll fight in our lifetime, in addition to the climate crisis. Like these are two real existential problems. If we stop having close friends, being in relationships, having children, et cetera, et cetera, that is an existential <laughs> threat to who we are and, and, and what we'll be. I believe that unless we all come together, even though it's a really hard problem, and meet people where they are. Because to be clear, the solution isn't everyone throw your phone out the window. Like that shift has happened. But I believe that we can come together as people, as a society, as innovators, as policymakers, and uh, in particular leveraging the, the recent changes in, in um, what we can do with AI now and how accessible and affordable it's become um, to make technology good for people again. To what extent is this solving the problem with AI? versus solving the problem through introspection versus solving the problem by changing cultural norms or even creating a sort of environment where there may be spaces for people to kind of meet because these things feel very complex like it like it feels like there's not one solution to loneliness and it seems like it's quite easy for these things to be misunderstood um, you know, perhaps it's to sort of think that this is an AI that's going to send you tons of messages on dating sites, or it's going to be an AI that sort of tells you the right things to kind of chat someone up. Or like, like it's easy to kind of think of this as quite a superficial solution, I guess. Um, so what's it kind of really about? What's the sort of um, the center of gravity for this in a way? To your point, I do think one of the risks um, that we face today is people um, foregoing real connections, real relationships, real friendships, um, in favor of AI companions. You're listening to a conversation between former Tinder CEO Renata Nyborg and innovation expert Tom Goodwin. The conversation only gets more interesting. Renata Nyborg was Tinder's first female CEO but she left the popular dating app with a mission to use technology to combat loneliness. She's launching a new app, Mino, that utilizes AI to help solve relationship problems. This is the new Euronews podcast, My Wildest Prediction. If you want to listen to the rest of the conversation, go to My Wildest Predictions feed. You'll find a new episode every other Wednesday, starting from the 22nd of November. In the meantime, I'll be back with you next week on a new episode of Euronews Tech Talks.